0: This is a short reading. If you blink or are distracted, you'll miss it. So, (laughs) It's from Rumi. Be a lamp or a lifeboat or a ladder. Help someone's soul heal. Those of you that know me know that I tend to be pretty upbeat most of the time. I kind of lead with optimism. But if you ask me how I'm feeling lately about the state of the world, I might tell you I'm not feeling great, not feeling so good. I see politicians calling each other names. I see ideological walls being built. The economy may be on the edge of a recession. More and more people unable to find work or losing their jobs or their homes. Corporate profits on the rise, personal incomes and wealth on the decline. People working two or three jobs to stay afloat, and if they can't stay afloat, filing for bankruptcy. I see racial disparities growing. So how is it with my soul? I'm struggling a bit. I'm not sure that collectively we're up to the challenge of building those bridges, those bridges of compromise and promises and compassion that we need bridges that connect us to a common purpose. How about you? How is it with your spirit? When you open the paper and see the news from Somalia, how is it with your spirit? Or read about the riots in London and wonder what is going on? Or think of the billions of dollars we continue to pour into Afghanistan and Iraq, even Libya. Or maybe it's closer to home. You wonder about this state we're in. You wonder about this, these recent reports about an increase in violence against lay, gay and lesbian and bisexual and transgender people. Maybe you think about your neighbors or your partner. You think about this proposed amendment on the ballot, this marriage amendment next November, and your heart is heavy. Maybe you're just concerned about the earth, about climate change and you've noticed that a few records, just a few, have been broken this summer and you wonder how do we build a bridge to a sustainable future. I'm gonna let that plane go over. You worry about the future our children will inherit. Or maybe it's the stock market that has you sort of Worried and unsettled with the recent insanity going on. Or maybe it's just really simple and personal. Maybe you're in a deep, dark place right now, holding a grief or a burden that you do not think you can get rid of or share, and you don't see a way out. So if you're feeling anything like that, and I hope something in there landed somewhere with you because it's what's real for me right now, I tell you, you're not alone. In every time and age, the world has seemed terrible and broken, unbearable. And that is why it is critical, really important in times like this, to turn to the wisdom of religious teachers. And the person I want to turn to briefly this morning is a man named Jalaluddin Rumi, or more simply, just Rumi. He was a Muslim mystic, a Sufi. He wrote poetry. Poetry meant to wake up the human spirit, the human soul, and point the way toward connection with our fellow humans and with the beloved. Be a lamp, a lifeboat, a ladder, he wrote. Help someone's soul heal. You might be wondering, and it's a fair question, what does it mean to help someone's soul heal I'll let that airplane go by, too. You might be wondering, what does it mean to help someone's soul heal? What is it healing from? What's the wound? Think back to the beginning of this message and the sense of frustration and despair that we can so easily find ourselves in. And quite simply, I think that's the wound. The wound is despair, isolation, fear even. The wound is a sense of being unacceptable, of being separate from others, of being unworthy. The wound can be a sense that the world, our own personal world or the larger world, is going to hell in a handbasket and there's not much we can do about it. In response to that wound, we can retreat, we can get cynical, we can despair. In short, we fall into soul sickness. We forget our inner light. And I suspect that Rumi could relate to this, to this soul sickness, which is why we should pay attention to his words. You see, 800 years ago when Rumi was writing some of this poetry and expressing some of this feeling, his soulmate and best friend and mentor, a man named Shams, died suddenly. And I'm sure that the grief and despair for Rumi was real. His soul partner, his teacher, was gone. But he didn't get stuck in that despair, and again and again, he returned to this essential message of be a lamp, be a lifeboat, be a ladder, help someone's soul heal. Here's what I think he's really getting at, and it relates to this song, All Blues, that we just heard. There's a little excerpt of that song, In Your Order of Service. The song suggests we're all blues, that we're different shades and hues, but nonetheless, we're all blues. Blues is more than a color. Life is blues. Life is the pain and the grief and the sorrow we feel mixed up with the beauty and joy and wonder. That's the blues. That's the baseline. The blues are the thread that connect us all. We're all in pain sometimes. We're all suffering sometimes, and that pain can extinguish our inner light. Rumi realized this, and so in the face of that reality, he suggested that we both need and need to be lamps and lifeboats and ladders to one another. We're all worried. We're all funked out some of the time and scared. We're all trying to make sense of life and build bridges of meaning and love, and we cannot do it alone. It's just too dark. The seas are too rough. The holes too deep to go solo. We need one another. And that's what Rumi is saying. So imagine, imagine taking this idea, this one-liner from Rumi, taking it really seriously, and imagine being a lamp or a lifeboat or a ladder, helping heal someone's soul. How could you do this with a friend or a partner? Is your partner or friend struggling, overloaded? Is there something you could do that would be like a lifeboat, giving them a chance to stop thrashing and catch their breath? Is there something you could do with your children? Or think of your workplace, Imagine if you looked around your workplace or even your neighborhood or community and thought, how can I be a lamp or a lifeboat or a ladder? What might you do? What kind word or project or connection could be soul healing And friends, this doesn't have to be complicated, this being a lamp or a lifeboat or a ladder. You may not realize it, but being a lamp or a lifeboat or a ladder oftentimes just means being real and authentic. It might mean talking about the blues in your own life. Opening up enough to say to another, I'm going through a hard divorce right now. Or the business isn't doing well, we're closing up shop. I'm filing for bankruptcy. Or you might say my house, our house is in foreclosure or our daughter is struggling with addiction. Your being real like that is a signal flare. It is a bright lamp that tells someone else that whatever it is they're holding in the darkness, it doesn't have to stay in the darkness. And the funny thing about this is that as you help heal someone's soul, you will heal your own. Rumi had a vision of this. The Sufi mystic had a vision of this, of all of us dancing in harmony with the Beloved healing love and sparks, if you will, flying off of us into the world around us. So imagine if we stopped cursing the dark and started lighting more candles and lamps. Imagine if we embrace Rumi's vision and First Universalist becomes the place where we get to practice this as we give, receive, and grow together. Imagine we all become lamps, lifeboats, ladders. Instruments of healing and love, because that is what the world needs now. Does this seem abstract or far-fetched to you? Does it? No. Because if you think for, for just a minute, if you think for just a minute in your own life of the ways your soul has been healed by those who shared their light, who reached out to you, strangers and friends alike, you know it matters. If you think of those times when your own flame has gone out and someone found a way to reignite it within you, and you became a torch in the world. We might be in dark times right now, but our work is clear, friends. In the midst of the messiness and despair of the world, we must forge our faith in the fire of our commitment to do what we can in the spirit of love so that despair might fade and healing might begin. May it be so, and amen.